Is it? Is it? Yeah. Yeah? Emily! Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, yeah. my God. You're whitewashed. This is what you do. Yeah, I guess I'm too whitewashed, eh? I mean, I do watch Bollywood films, but... Which one have you watched? Then now, only only Bollywood film you have watched is Shah Rukh Khan's. Which? Pathan? Kabhi Khushi Kabhi Gum? Kush Kush Hota Hai? All the three, three movies you've watched, you call yourself Bollywood buff. Listen. You go away. Hey guys, so my name is Reet. And I'm Zach. And, uh, Today we are here to talk about uh, racism and discrimination that, you know, South Asians have faced when they live abroad or like even about like the Bollywood movies and stuff. Pretty fun. Yeah, so uh, we're here with our host, Emily. Hi. So, Emily, how are you? I've been better. <laughs> so, yeah, here's my question to you. As uh, so, so let me understand your background a bit. So, what is your background, actually? My dad is American and my mom is South Korean. Ooh, so you're, it's like half white. And half Asian, right? Yes. And, but I don't speak any Korean. And I was born in Utah. Ooh. I, I mean, to be fair, I can kind of relate. Because I, I mean, my parents are technically from India. But I don't even speak the language. So, like, it's funny. Because, like, I always listen to Bollywood songs or whatever. But I don't even know what the heck is going on. So, like, I won't even, yeah. I just pretend that I know, you know. You're way better than me. Because I don't even listen to K-pop. <laughs> <laughs> is there a reason why you don't listen to k-pop it's just not my type of music mm-hmm. so emily have you watched any bollywood films to now no i haven't i have seen movies based in india like slumdog millionaire that's a good one that's a really good one that is yeah it's a good one so okay um maybe you might have seen let's say any other tv show that might have been like canadian or american tv shows and how they represent south asians in those tv shows do you have anything to say about that i do know that there is um one show that i used to watch growing up it was a canadian sitcom called little mosque on the prairie mm-hmm. and it dealt with um it dealt with like Muslims living in Saskatchewan, but a lot of the Muslims were South Asian, oh my God. and it tended to lean heavily into stereotypes, including a really angry Desi dad, who was mad at his daughter. Yeah, because she wouldn't wear the hijab, and it was a constant source of tension. And like the sitcom was okay, but sometimes it just felt really corny. Oh, I get that. Um, so even me, like, I used to watch this show which uh, was Big Bang Theory, if I'm right. And so there's this character called Raj in it, who is also a South Asian. And the way that they portray him in that show is, like, inaccurate. And, like, they also have, like, a lot of stereotypes going on in that show, and I don't like it. It seems like they're just basing these characters off of cheesy stereotypes and not their actual individual selves. It is true, though, because even with, um, if y'all have seen Diary of a Wimpy Kid, there's there's that one, uh, I forgot his name. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. But there's that, like, one Indian character that has, like, the thick Indian accent and is supposedly a nerd and loves math and stuff. And, like, and he gets the cheese touch eventually. Yeah. 
it's funny because in real life I actually I actually despise math and I will never want to take it at all. You know, South Asians are South Asians are um uh, said to be like really smart and like everything and oh yeah, like they're pretty cool and they love maths and all of that. I am a South Asian and I just want to say I hate maths to the core. And they have to be engineers. And they have to be engineers. Oh, it's the stereotype there is if there's a guy, you have to be an engineer. Yeah. If you are a girl, you have you have to go for doctor or like a nurse. But like mainly doctors. And like you have to score high like high grades and it needs to be like pretty good and all of that. So Yeah, and you know, due to this, like, there are many things that white people or like many other people, basically people of all backgrounds, they all s- see these things and make their own narrative towards it. And it's like they forget that they're actual people with their own interests. True. Yeah. Hmm. I get that. And see, that's the thing, right? I hate it. Like, it, it's so not true. Everyone is different. All they have, like, everyone's different. They have different things going on, different interests, and all of that. So, yeah. Yeah, I I would also say like you know, I I feel like I'm not following the stereotype because I'm like taking comms, and like I I just like the experience of like doing something that's in the art field. True. I mean, thankfully, my parents are pretty supportive. I mean, but I know for a lot of, you know, Asian parents, if you do anything in the arts. They'll roast you for it. Oh yeah, <laughs> that is true. That yeah. is so true. I mean, as I said again, like before, as I said that I was, I am a South Asian, mm-hmm. and I, I'm very glad that my parents were super supportive about like what I chose as my field and everything. By the way, I am also a comm student, basically communication student, and yeah, because like most of the times, Indian parents they either want you to be engineer, engineers. computer science computer science doctors nurses or even do business mm-hmm. like you know have your own business finance finance all of that basically find in the middle maths and like science and stuff and it's know? all about money making a lot of money that's true oh, yeah and then it doesn't it's not even over once once you've graduated mm-hmm. cuz then your parents are going to go after you to get married And yeah. And they're looking for a specific type of person for you to marry. It just can't be anyone. Yeah. South Asians to be exact. Yeah. I mean, at least with my parents they're pretty chill. They they really don't care. Yeah, my main problem is actually finding someone who <laughs> 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 It can be hard in this world to find someone. That's for sure, but I mean as it's you, extra hard for me. I'm like on hard mode no, most of the time. Don't do that. <laughs> Well, to be fair, you know, I came into university thinking I was going to find the love of my life, and that didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, but um <laughs> okay. But yeah, in all seriousness, it's kind of hard to You know, it's funny cuz I see people on campus like they get into romantic relationships and then How did they, I'm like how do they do that? Yeah, and then some so foreign to me. No one even talks to me. <laughs> <laughs> and then sometimes they'll just um they'll break up after like the other day I was at TFD and I heard a couple arguing and they broke up because What? Yeah. Are you serious? They they broke up just because they were arguing? Well, they broke up because the lady was like you don't care about your assignments. <laughs> 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 you know, In in Bollywood films, they make like falling in love so easy because like you'll meet someone, you'll fall in love, and you're in the mountains. That's true. 
Yeah, that doesn't happen in real life though, sadly. Well, Bollywood, I mean in Bollywood, if you see any of the Bollywood movies, literally in one song they'll make the two characters love each other, like each other and even even in the process of getting married. Just saying guys, it does not work like this. Yeah, what she said. Yes. Please, please, please look at Bollywood movies properly for once. Okay, if you guys had to recommend one Bollywood movie for me to watch tonight, which one would you recommend? Ooh, that's a hard one. I mean, the the latest one is Patan. So you can it's just not out yet. As in, <laughs> as in, it's still it's still in the like movie theaters and stuff. You can't actually see it somewhere. It's not an OTT yet. It will be in April. Oh, big deal. We are just in March right now. Yeah. Holy shit. Time yeah, is flying tomorrow by. Is March, yeah. Can you believe that it's already March? Dude, that's disgusting. <laughs> that's actually terrifying because it's going to be summer soon. I know. Mm. I'm going to leave the university in like two months. Don't get me. Mm. I'm sad. That's and so then sad. I'm heading to state for film, which will be nice because I'll actually get to work with film cameras for once. And my lonely loser ass will still be here with no more friends. That's not true. I'll be here. I mean, I'll be coming weekly. Good. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Okay. So, um, we're we're here to talk about technically, because this is our actual subject. Have any of you guys dealt with, like, racist incidences? Oh, yeah. So many. Would you care to tell us, like, one of every, if you don't mind? Well, the first one that comes to mind was in high school. I went to a predominantly white high school because of the area it was in, and it was an art school. Mm-hmm. And so there was a white boy in my class who would just say things like, oh, you could, you should do my math homework and stuff like that. And Why I, would you say that? Because I was the only Asian person in most of my classes. Oh, no. And it was horrible, like... I was just treated so differently. And he would just say that all the time, like, you should do my math homework, stuff like that. And I didn't even like math. Like, I'm not good at math. So I don't know why he was saying that. I get that, because, like, that's what I'm saying, right? Like, I said before, this is what happens, that, you know, the thing that, oh, just because we're South Asians, we love to do things like math and, like, study and, like, get high grades and all of that. I mean... Yeah, some people do, but it's not, like, not everyone loves, you know, maths and, like, science and all of that. They have different interests. They have different things in their life that they want to pursue. Mm-hmm. There, there was a, a racist incident that I dealt with when I was, I think, seven. I was actually really young. I wasn't even eight years old yet. So the racist incident was, um, it was my first day in grade one, actually. Oh. Yeah, grade one. Grade one? I I think it was grade one, or was it grade two? It was one of those two grades. Um, and I I sat down to this guy named Daniel. He was like, he was like, it, it's interesting because he was also Asian. Self hatred going on there. <laughs> so um, I sat next to him, and then he just randomly asked me like I I didn't expect this question, but he was like, oh, are you Indian? And I was like, yeah. And then he was like, well, my mom told me to avoid people like you. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, it's 
sad because at that age, he probably didn't know better. He was just learning from what his mom said about mm-hmm. those people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he didn't even have like his own opinion yet. It was just what he was being taught at home. Mm-hmm. That's true. And generally, like children, they learn stuff from home first and yeah. then, you know, go and study and like get education and stuff and, you know, schools. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the thing was, I was into a Hot Wheels movie at that point, so I quoted every line from that film. So I said back to him, that's what you think. Uh, that was a good comeback for seven years old. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> but I was so pissed, I never sat next to him again. Good. Yeah. That's good, yeah. So, Daniel, if you're listening to this... Shout out to you. I hope you're fucking changed your mind about that kind of stuff. Hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully your narrative changed and you're a better man. Screw you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but but it's so interesting. Like like uh, racism tends to exist. I feel like nowadays it's more subtle than in your face per se. Oh yeah. Before, at least you would understand that yes, there was a racist comment. Now it is way too subtle that you know you don't. Sometimes you just don't know that. Oh, he did say something racist. He or she did say something racist to me, and I did not realize it, and I did not know that. Oh, this happened. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think I could think of an example of that. One time in high school, in art class. Oh my God, there's this girl named Michaela. I'm gonna say her name, <laughs> and she. It was art class, and like the teacher, like we had to draw sculptures, and like Michaela pulled up this like ancient Aztec sculpture that was like obviously asian but it didn't look good and she like laughed at it she was like oh emily that looks like you and i was like bruh and back then i was just kind of i just kind of laughed it off but then a couple months later i was just like sitting i was like oh my god that was so rude and racist and what's funny enough is i followed her on instagram and like during the whole black lives matter thing she posted about asian lives matter too and i was like that is just so funny it's so ironic because yeah. like she made fun of you yeah. and like she said very rude things yeah. and then, and then now she she's has, doing the same she thing. She has the audacity not to like thing. pretend that she cares. Wow. That's just not... It was so rude. It was. I imagine something like this to be honest. <laughs> yeah, but I remember like 2020 was like quite a pivotal year with mm-hmm. the Black Lives Matter movement. And then the Asian Lives Matter too. Or, like, the stop Asian hate them? Yeah, and yeah. it got to the point where, like, people were posting, like, yellow squares, which is, like, kind of... Isn't that ironic? <laughs> Why yellow squares? Because you know how people were posting black squares for Black Lives Matter? Oh and then some people were posting yellow squares. I'm like, that's sun, That's kind of racist. Oh, well. But, like, sometimes when I look at these things, right, like, Black Lives Matter lives matter or like asian lives matter i get that you know you're trying to do something you're trying to raise your voices against these things that's perfect that's very good that you're doing it but like sometimes i feel what about south asians in general because like as i said unwantedly or even like subtle there are very racist things that happen to us as well um for example i heard a couple months ago that uh, South Asian, especially actually an Indian, Sikh Indian, was arrested by a policeman just because like he was walking or he was doing something, and no one ever said anything about it. There was no 
like nowhere it was like see nothing was there in the in- instagram social media nothing but for example like the palace uh, palestine thing that happened or basically the iran thing that happened that oh you know the hijab thing that happened i'm i'm not saying that you know oh that was like really good and shit obviously that was really bad like what happened but people especially in the university as well they were you know there they were raising their voices they were like shouting and everything they were you know protesting and all of that but like why is there nothing about south asians or like other people of backgrounds like not just south asians but like other people of background like why are they not doing anything even though so much is happening like right now i'm very sorry i keep saying this but right now even in toronto this this khalistan movement going on and no one is saying anything about it i haven't even heard about it i haven't heard see, about that either saying. see this is what i'm saying right there's no one has raised their voices no one has said anything about it and that's that's yeah i haven't heard about that at all and also in quebec bill 21 um banning hijabs in government workplaces like you never hear about that on the news mm-hmm. because news are mostly controlled by the government right and they are the ones that put up the news like what is fine or what is not or oh, this is against the government or oh, i can't don't put this they're owned by the government they can't put these things even if they want mm-hmm. well what's interesting is like just yesterday interestingly enough there was news that the government is now banning tiktok from for all government phones so news like that gets out because there's concerns about like privacy on the app so what about other privacy like you know facebook they have taken away our privacy instagram all of them too yeah there's a bill coming but like it might just be because like tiktok is from china yeah that could be the reason why and facebook is american and so that's kind of racist too <laughs> i have nothing to say at this point hands up <laughs> hands up yeah but um it's funny cuz whenever i'm on tiktok i'll like i'll go through phases where I'll, I'll install it and then i'll uninstall Me it too cuz it's so addictive yeah and then i'll reinstall it and then uninstall it and like now basically you do it again and again <laughs> yeah so now yeah now that like for christians is the season went so i'm giving up tiktok so <laughs> Are you guys on the app a lot? Me no. I used to be on TikTok when India like when like, Indians had the um TikTok accounts and stuff too for like the content and stuff. So yeah, I was there in TikTok looking at the content and everything, but I gradually stopped when India just you know banned it. I was like, "Nah." <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, they banned the app, didn't they? They did. They did it like a long time ago. That's why now I'm mostly like in Instagram Reels a lot. I would say Instagram Reels for me is very addictive. You know, I send you like 10 Instagram Reels all at once. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> it's it's true though. Cuz like the other day like she sent me like 6 or 7 of them. I was like, "Whoa, I have a lot to watch." Yeah, I was literally like, you know, "Oh, I like this. Oh, Zach would like this too. Let's send it to him." Yeah. Go to the next one. Who is not like this? Dude, let's send this. So yeah, I I really appreciate that you watch everyone though. Yeah, I do. I I commit to it. It's it's a it's a I t- consider it a responsibility, you know. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you Zach, yes. so much. You you <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Honestly, um I am really sorry that I don't 
I I know at one point I even told you this and I stopped watching yours and I just like randomly do it but I watch it now I I am doing this don't worry Yeah I remember last semester yo funny story so last semester when Rain and I met she would always be asking me about um when our assignment was due and stuff and then sometimes like when it comes to texting people I tend to either respond really well or I delay my response and so I used to think with me it was always delaying response <laughs> I know what Zach is going to say and I'm just going to say it myself because I feel that it is very embarrassing at like <laughs> him saying it and I it's embarrassing I say it too so why not just let me say it um basically to get Zach's attention I used to send him six or seven instagram reels first and then ask him sack i need this answer on you know sack like is this assignment there or like how to do it or whatever so he used to because of the instagram reels he used to like reply that's okay reply kind of fast like kind of fast like in at least 30 minutes i am not kidding that actually happened in the next 30 minutes he you know He is online. He watches the Instagram reels and he sees my message then and he replies to it. No, the best part is when he posts on his story but he has still left you unread and he keeps posting. <laughs> <laughs> and he hasn't responded to your text yet. You know, actually the that, best part That always happens. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> actually the best part is when I keep posting on my spam story and yet I don't even open the messages yet. Literally, it'll be like delivered for 2 hours and Zack will post like 10 different Instagram stories. Oh no, you know even like um he'll put up a story like 1 minute ago. Yeah. But like you don't look at the Instagram <laughs> messages that you are. One time I saw it posted like 29 seconds ago. <laughs> see see that's what I'm saying, right? It's it's him. <laughs> I like how we always end up roasting you. <laughs> yeah, that's what this podcast has been. It's actually we should just change it from racism and discrimination to Zack. Zack. <laughs> <laughs> the cover photo is going to be a Tim's thing. Yeah. Or the next oh. thing. <laughs> okay. Well, um I was going to say have you guys when you're on social media mm-hmm. have you guys ever experienced or have you seen rather any instances of racism towards Asians on, you know, Instagram, TikTok? those social media apps yeah i see it on reddit all the time especially towards south asians like um just saying like nasty things about india and just especially if it's a video of somewhere in india and they're like oh yeah that's typical india what the hell yeah you know um i have a uh, we have a common friend zack and i um she was telling that she also actually studies here so she was talking about how once in her class like the professor was talking about like south asians and stuff and the professor was literally teaching all that you know all the other all the other kids the narratives and like the stereotypes that have set about like you know how do i say it? like that that are of india or like south asian in general like oh they drink um, cow pee and like um, i mean there's so many things like this that they were taught about it and it's so not true like we don't drink cow pee <laughs> we worship cow yes we do because for us like you know cow is like sacred and stuff so yes we do worship her and everything 
Where am I? Your face. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just an understanding like stereotypes and narratives that are taught to children, you know. And those are not true as well, right? And like teachers are teaching it. Like what the hell, bro? That's true. You know, on TikTok, like back when I was on it, before Lent started, there was this one video about this woman that was like, you Indians are always everywhere. <laughs> I was like, oh, damn. And so um, are you white people. Exactly. It is true, though. Yeah. Emily's not wrong, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she is not. I mean, white people are everywhere. They, you, find, you go to India, you'll find like one or two there as well. Nonsense. <laughs> yeah, but there was um, one video. You know, I noticed on TikTok, and I wrote about this in my comps, and my comms essay. <laughs> um, so it's interesting when you look at TikTok and its algorithm mm-hmm. that they'll have random videos about like dating preferences. Mm-hmm. But dating preferences have gone from like what do you look in a person to like, you know, like in terms of like their personality and stuff to like which race would you date or which race would you not date. It's, it's gone yeah. to that extent. I see those all the time, especially which race would you not date. Oh, yeah. And I've never seen anyone say a white person. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And what's so interesting is um, in those videos, it's like I I read an article from from an author that said that a lot of these videos tend to be very uh, biased and they tend to reinforce racial perceptions. Mm -hmm. Um, Because you would think that like in a society like skin color and stuff doesn't matter anymore, but people still adamantly hold on to that for some reason and on one of the videos i saw there was this um interestingly there was like these two black ladies and they were asked by a guy which race would you not date and then one of the ladies said indians because they stink oh i know what you're saying yes that was actually then and that was that was very annoying you know, again, I'm so sorry to come back, coming back at this, but again, this common friend, she also talked about how her white friends were talking about like uh, brown, uh, brown guys in general, and like how they were talking about, um, oh yeah, like we should not date them, they do this, they do that, like all the nonsense that is so not true. Mm-hmm. Basically, like all again stereotypes and narratives about brown people in general. And she actually went to them and asked them, um, do you even like, have you ever dated one of the brown guys or anything? And they said, no. Mm. So wait, so you have not dated them, yet you are kind of talking about them. You do not have the experience, yet you're talking shit about them. Like, why? You know, mm-hmm. I don't know what to say at this point. It's just annoying. Right, and it's so interesting that in a world where we claim to be inclusive, mm-hmm. I mean, there is racism from the outside, but I think what's also interesting is when people, like, like obviously when it comes to dating, right? I don't know how we ended up here, but obviously when it comes to dating, it <laughs> depends. Um, I, you know, I, we're all about inclusion and diversity and, and you know, like, skin color doesn't matter and stuff. But what I find so interesting, actually, and I don't know if you guys have experienced this, but it's when people... Um, I, have a, I have a Filipino friend, mm-hmm. and um, this friend has said that he wouldn't date another Filipino. I just find that so intriguing that, like... I, have, I also have a friend like that. She's South Korean, and she said that she won't date another Korean. Yeah. And, and th- there seems to be this theme about, like, how 
I mean, obviously, I'm all I'm all for people getting outside the race and stuff. Like that doesn't bother me at all. I could care less. <laughs> like it's all good. Um, I know someone from a church that actually ran outside his race, so it's all cool. Um, I'm not against it by any means. But it's so interesting that like people are now having like this kind of prejudice towards their own. I don't. Know. Yeah, it's like they're not even giving the person a chance or their personality a chance. It's just Nationality. they will not date someone because mm-hmm. they're Indian or because they're Korean. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good that. I mean, again, I really don't care what other people do, but I think it's just interesting that they won't date their own race because it's their race. <laughs> Damn. But okay, we're clearly we're all single. But anyways. Very single like not even any prospects like very single not talking to anyone not even looking at anyone (laughs) to everyone in the world right that we are single anyone who wants to hit us up we're single (laughs) you know at the end we'll just put up like everyone's social media id there also into the dms please we're all desperate we're all single maybe not reet but i'm not desperate i am fine (laughs) i am not fine i'm um i don't know i'm still i'm still recovering shut up (laughs) so so i was gonna ask you're way over still recovering (laughs) I, i was gonna ask um so, as, you know, Asian students in university, have y'all experienced any um, discrimination? Can you, can I say something? Okay, can you believe that sometimes racist comments actually come from your own race? Yeah. I think I've noticed about uh, Asia in general, like this is including East Asians, South Asians, they all kind of, they all kind of like, there's race, there's a racism problem within the Asian the community, Asian community mm-hmm. well. yes. excluding the whites. The Asian community is so racist towards each other. That is, that is so true. I'm so sorry to cut. That's yeah. so true. Because literally I, okay, so my, most of my life I've lived outside India, but I've obviously like been to India a lot too. And when I came here and I met this fr- uh, friend that I had and like all of we were talking and everything and he made a sudden comment about how I was not authentic enough about like authentic enough to be a South Asian just because I was living outside Asia in general. But I, I mean... Yes, I was living outside Asia. I did come to like South Asia a lot. I celebrate most of the uh, you know festivals that they have and most of the things that they do. But that was so weird, you know how they just consider you to be like not authentic enough to be like a South Asian. Like, what do you mean? And fun fact, he, that person, let us say that way, that person is also. South Asian, he is he is also like from the same religion as my so I don't know. I think it's crazy that someone could make a comment like that towards their own community. Like that's just crazy. Exactly. And like yeah, fine, they were there, they lived in 
India the entire time of the like entire time and everything and they came here for like higher studies but like it's not my fault that my parent took me out <laughs> and like you know I'm in fact like, like there's a hierarchy like he's like you're beneath him just yeah. because you grew up somewhere else exactly and like this person portrays about that like a lot and I do not like it at all Cause like that, you know the ones before this also he, fuck, the person did make a many subtle comments about things like these, and I did not understand it at that point. But like when I he- heard this, this was not that subtle, you know. This was like clear thing to me, and I was like, whoa, you know. I can't even imagine having that mindset because it's just so. Imagine thinking it like that all the time. It's just so toxic because. When I'm just living my daily life and I meet other people, I don't think about that at all. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just so toxic. Imagine just thinking about that at all times. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, for me, I get, I'm so glad whenever I meet some someone of, like, South Asian, you know, culture or, like, whatever. When I meet any South Asian, I'm so glad. I'm so happy that I get to meet them and stuff. Because, like... Canada in general is also like pretty wide and the university that we are in is also like really big and there are like a lot of you know communities a lot of people from different countries and everyone here yeah and seeing one of your own is like you know you feel happy you feel kind of glad that oh right you know they are there there's a connection yeah there's that instant connection that's oh since you're like a South Asian you know instant connection I like you you like me let's talk I do not mean it that way, but I'm just saying, like, as a friend, yeah, you know, that connection is there. You get that instant connection that, oh, my God, he's speaking, that that person is speaking Hindi or that person is speaking some South Asian language. I don't know. This now was, like, a very weird thing, and I did not like it at all. So I'm kind of ke- kind of keeping my distance from the person. Yeah, I would yeah. keep my distance, too. That's just so toxic. Like, I don't need that in my life. Yeah. I swear, I do not. That's why I'm keeping my distance. I'm like, nah. Right. I I remember I sort of dealt with that when I was in grade 10 or it was sometime in high school. There was this Desi guy who was just talking to me, right? And we were just chatting. Mm-hmm. And like he's Hindu and I'm Christian. All good. But then he was like, oh, you're a Christian, so you're not really Desi. Like, when did what? religious belief determine? Wait, wait, wait. Did, he, did that person actually say that? Yeah. Oh That's my god. Crazy. Yeah. Like, I have a, an I have another friend mm-hmm. who is a Christian and she is a South Asian. Mm-hmm. I don't do that. Like I still yeah. am in contact with her. I talk right. to her a lot and everything. That, that is so weird. Yeah. Like have you noticed that, Emily? Like is that a thing in Korea where like people will differ based on religious beliefs? Or maybe not even that, but like differ on like other factors. Just because of your uh, religion? Or on other mm-hmm. factors? Yeah. I think so. I know a lot of Koreans who are Christian, and my mom is Mormon, and there's not a lot of Mormons in Korea. So she was treated very differently, actually. Oh, that's interesting. Because, like, I have an uncle that's Mormon, too. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I grew up Mormon. Oh. In the Mormon church, I, again, was the only Asian. (laughs) Because, like, a lot of Koreans and even Chinese people, they are not Mormon. So I had to grow up all around a lot of white people. I was always the only Asian person and I feel like I was treated very differently again because of that. That is really sad that, you know, you had to go through this experience, to be honest. 
Damn. <laughs> I took a sociology of gender and race class, and I highly recommend that because you learn just so much about race. Mm. That's a nice course. Yeah. Sounds good. Which course number is it? I think it's Soci 375. Ah. He's looking at his watch oh, right no, no, now. No, no. I'm, I'm turning off the. Something is truly important to you, right? Right. So, um, yeah, but it, it, it... What about you and your professors? Yeah. I don't think I've ever actually dealt with... Um, now that I think about it, I don't think I've actually dealt with any discrimination from a professor, even if they're not Asian. But just because we haven't dealt with it doesn't mean that it's not actually happening. I know, well, I know I've heard some stories of some professors who have been racist towards indigenous students. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah, no, I have heard, like, some of the stories, too, that these professors, they were, like, really um, racist towards, like, this one friend of mine. And, um, yeah, I mean, you know, stuff like she would not, they would not let her talk and, like, just, you know, stop her in between and, like, not let her ask questions and all of that. So, as I said, like, as, you know, even Emily said that, yeah, maybe we haven't experienced it, but there might be, like, some other people who have experienced these things. Maybe even guys listening might have experienced this too. And if any, anyone like wants to say out something, you guys can definitely can. Contact us and we'll tell your story. <laughs> I mean, you guys can join us and we're too. we're also single. Oh my god. Just keep <laughs> that in mind when Emily. contacting us. <laughs> I swear but god, she I, keeps... Uh, there's also, I also heard a story of a professor at MRU who didn't believe that... Um, residential schools happened they they thought it was a myth and they have since been fired which is good but stuff like this happens all the time just because we haven't dealt with it again doesn't mean that it's not actually happening wow it is true though right because like doesn't mean we've haven't experienced discrimination per se that doesn't mean others haven't yeah because their their experience is still very valid you know what i mean that's true and but we're lucky enough that our professors have not treated us like that yeah, I mean, they're nice and, like, everything. You of C, if you're hearing it, Shout professors out. are amazing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn. Um, so, I I guess before we conclude the podcast, because we went way over time, but that's okay. I, I guess before we conclude the podcast, what do you guys make about the Asian community in general? Uh, at university. So, like, you know, South Asian, East Asian. What do you mean, though? Do you think we're all, um, do you think we're all, do you think it's, like, the connections are improving? Do you think people's perceptions are, I don't know what I'm asking. (laughs) I'm just trying to. I mean, I think I can get what you're saying. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, everyone's different and everyone has different experiences but from what i've seen everyone has been nice everyone always has a group of their own friends and some groups are very diverse and Mm -hmm. some groups are all south asian and it's just great to see people making connections and just having great friends that's true i totally agree with you i mean um in fact like my group itself we are most of south asians but we also have like some middle east there's me (laughs) 
Are you from Middle East, my friend? No, I'm I'm part of your family. I mean, she's joking, guys. But I'm <laughs> but I'm just saying that yeah, I try to like make friends with everyone per se. Like, fine, you know, Zach here, he's like South Asian, but he's also Canadian, so kind of have like double here. <laughs> Yahoo. Um, Emily is also like Canadian, you know. So like, I try to like get as many friends and like be as diverse as I can be. Also, yes, I do have South Asian friends as well. And uh, to be honest, like from them also, all they want to do is they're also like really nice and they want to like make friends with each other. They want to like help each other. So most of them are like pretty nice, but as I did have an experience of racism here in the university because of that person. So and that person is South Asian so like to be honest i would say 95% of people are pr- really nice and they're really friendly and they want to be like friends with you know the other person like everything there are few people who are you know little bit weird i would just say that yeah just in life in general there always has to be like a few rotten apples but <laughs> the rest of the bunch are good i love how she went to rotten apples at this point <laughs> Yeah, I I would say I I'm I've been pretty blessed with my friend group cuz it's very diverse. I have like South Asian, East Asian, white people, black people, any other kind of people. So, yeah, I think and, and it's true that what would read said, so like even within your own sort of culture, mm-hmm. people can discriminate against you. Mm-hmm. So, it's not just outside your culture, you know. It's inside as well. It's everywhere, guys. <laughs> yeah, just Watch your back and be careful. <laughs> and make <laughs> make friends carefully, guys. Oh yeah, regardless of their race, ethnicity, or whatever else. Yeah, don't be weird. Just you know, make friends with everyone you can see. Be friendly. Be give, nice. Give people a chance. Yeah. 